Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by the venerable Jason Shear. I am merely Mike Luke. All right, now we've got a lot to get to this show. We want, we're just going to talk about the stomping out of Arizona State basketball. We'll get to that, but that's going to be a very uh, that's going to be very deep into the show. First and foremost, though, Arizona basketball has or Arizona basketball. Arizona appears has a new athletic director, Desiree Reed Francois from Missouri. Now, before we get into all the details, she's got a pretty impressive resume. Uh, lawyer went to UCLA, uh, went to the U of A as well. Facts the A. Um, associate athletic director at Fresno State, San Francisco, Tennessee, Cincinnati, Virginia Tech football. Uh, the athletic director at UNLV, and for the last uh, two years at Missouri. Uh, Missouri basketball is obviously very good. Uh, Missouri football is obviously very good. Missouri basketball went further in the tournament. Sheer, just off the top of my head, this looks like a very, very good hire. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, she at Missouri uh, had their budget in the surplus for the first time in six years. She was brought in to help fix their financial issues. Sound familiar? Um, so she has experience working with that. Um, she's a very good fundraiser. She did a lot of NIL things at the university level and at the state level. She fits the mold of what Robin said that he wanted, which is someone that will help modernize the athletic department going into the Big 12. All right. Now, she did graduate from in 1997. That is very, very cool as well. One thing that uh, a lot of people have told me, including your good buddy, Tony Altimore, um, is that she's, uh, she's very well thought of, um, she's kind of a job, uh, a job hopper. Um, but listen, I mean, I'm, this kind of goes back to the Jed fish thing as bummed as we are about Jed fish. You still hire Jed fish again because of where we're at right now with Arizona football. It's kind of the same thing with her. If she's able to get Arizona financially in a little bit better spot, then I think that you're, it's, an, you're in a really good you're in a really good situation if she leaves in three or four years. That still doesn't take away from the fact that I think Dave Heehee absolutely got screwed in all this. I still need to be able to put that out there. But sure, what say you? Uh, first of all, Dennis Walsh, fantastic comment. Someone asked her if she was uh, in the riot in 1997 when she was here. It would be great, right? <laughs> first question tomorrow. Um, Look, like, there's a, there's a thing, like, we're all mad at how Jed Fish left. But at the end of the day, like you said, it's about, you know, we always said we, we expected it to be an extra year, but we always said, look, like if a coach leaves on their own will, it means that they've they've done well, right? If she comes in and she fixes the financial situation and helps stabilize the athletic department and then winds up leaving in five years, so be it, right? Like it's just, it's that's just how it's it's going to be and who knows what college sports is going to look like in five years? Who knows who the president of the school is going to be in five years? Right. I mean, it's just, yeah, like if she does her job and does it well, I, I don't really care if she leaves jobs. But um, 
I, I would assume that tomorrow when we do the presser, someone will ask her and she'll say that every job she went, when you look at her, um, the difference with fish is like with her, every job was a step up, right. right? And you can say that Missouri and Arizona really isn't a step up, but she went to Arizona and Missouri's done some things that kind of, from what I understand, pissed her off and Arizona was there and, and it wound up being a good match. I'm also curious about the uh, the Erica Barnes factor we need to talk a little bit about here because most people, you and me included, thought that it was probably going to be Erica Barnes. She was the leader in the clubhouse. Uh, boosters love Erica Barnes. Um, it's going to be fascinating to see how this one plays out because a lot of people were under the impression that Erica Barnes was going to be the, uh, the next athletic director at the U of A. I think one of the first things that uh, Reed needs to do is – meet with Erica Barnes and figure out a way to make her happy and keep her on staff. Because I mean, I don't know the day in and day out stuff that Erica does to be honest. Uh, but I know that the boosters love her. She mm-hmm. is absolutely a bridge to the boosters. And that is going to be a very important part of uh, Reed Francois's job. And so uh, in some capacity, if she could find a way to keep Erica Barnes, I, I think that would be a, a very important move. Uh, one of her first moves, in fact. John Hip- John Hippensteel, the great John Hippensteel, um, says, I don't really see that UNLV or uh, Missouri programs are really that great. What has she done other than get the budget surplus? You got to remember, my man, at Missouri, that's not an easy place. That's not a place with a ton of tradition when it comes to football. And they finished, what, 10th in the country this past year? Yeah, I mean, very clearly, their football program is on the way up, right? right. Like, they're doing things football-wise that they haven't done in a long time. I always look at the reaction on message boards and Twitter and all that. And I know that's probably not the right place to look for this stuff, but like when right place to look, come on. Well, when you look, well, like when, when you lose a coach, right, you, you look and if people are like, thank God, you're like, okay, there's something wrong here. Missouri fans are legitimately upset that she's leaving. That Mm -hmm. tells me a lot, right? Like from a fan perspective, they liked her and what she did um, with the university. And, you know, that's what, kind of what it comes down to it for me as well. And again, with football, listen, I mean, Missouri was, you watch football, Eli Drinkwitz was obviously a very, very good hire. She hired him, correct? I believe so. I'll look it up. All right, it's well, going to be funny if she did it. It's going to be really funny if she didn't. We have, like, no hires to be able to point to. <laughs> um, but uh, but either way, though, like, uh, financially, and we're going to get into the financial aspect. She, she did not hire him, but she was able to get the extension done. All right. Well, either all right. Well, either, either way, with all the extension stuff, we'll we'll still take it, and it's, it's thriving right now under it. This also goes to show you, to a certain extent, that maybe Arizona isn't as in bad a spot um, as some people are trying to make it out. The whole poverty school, this and that. Most people, most athletic directors, probably aren't leaving SEC programs if they're going into a place that's an absolute uh, landfill. Jason Shear. And she signed an extension very recently, and she's taking a pay cut. So clearly, someone asked what Missouri did. Uh, I'll just answer that now. So Missouri created a four-person committee that basically oversaw the athletic department, and she had been very successful in Missouri. She was raising money, and when you raise money in the SEC, we all know you have to spend money. But she wasn't spending insane amounts of money, and they basically created this board two weeks ago and from what I understand, her reaction is like, I'm doing well here. Like, why are you creating this board? That's The board basically said, we're going to follow every single move of the athletic department, and you have to report to us. And so from what I understand, that was the beginning of the end. But I, am, I have no idea where Arizona got the money from. I mean, they're paying her a million dollars a year. 
and she's going to get a raise after a few years. And so it, uh, it, it's very interesting to me. But like you said, yeah, I mean, if Arizona was such a disaster that everyone says it was, she would have been, she would have put up with being unhappy for a little bit instead of going to a place that would have been a dead end for her job. Take that, everybody. So again, this uh, this one is definitely one that kind of caught, uh, caught, I think, a lot of people by surprise. But again, I'll take it now from a financial aspect as well. Um, the NIL, let's talk NIL. She, she's done a very good job from what I've read. And again, Shear's going to be back on with us tomorrow. By the way, do we know what time that press conference is? 9 a.m. 9 a.m. All right. Well, Shear's going to be back on with us tomorrow. Um, but uh, as far as the uh, NIL goes... Arizona has enough NIL, but I don't know that Arizona, anybody's ever looking at Arizona and saying, man, that is a next level, um, that is a next level type uh, NIL situation there. You need to be able to modernize, especially in this. I think that's going to be a big part of what she did as well. Yeah. I mean, you just have to be able to figure out, you know, unique ways, right? So like in late August, uh, there was a law in Missouri that allowed you to pay high school prospects, right? Like, and she helped get this done. But basically, if a player signs with Missouri, you can pay them as soon as they sign. Right. So that means that you're telling players, look, you're not going to get paid until you enroll at Kentucky. You have to be on campus and playing. The day you sign with us in December, we will write you a check for NIL and all that. And so she was at the forefront of that. And so she's passing and, and modernizing NIL on a state level. And so like she, and that's what I think Bobby Robbins wants is look, if you're Arizona, you're not going to get on the level of an LSU and Alabama, you'll never be on that level. So you got to kind of get unique. And so like, if you could get something similar to that in Arizona, all of a sudden you have a two, three, four month head start on being able to pay prospects. Now, here's the question. Do you think in Missouri, do you think that she's consumed OGs? Uh, is it legal there? Is it legal? Is, is our OGs legal? Well, I would assume. Well, either way, when she's not in the state, I'm going to look. look right now. Yeah, I, I, but, assume. I assume. Yes, it's legal. She absolutely has had OGs. There's no way she hasn't had OGs. Yeah. There, there's yeah. absolutely no chance. So again, to learn more about OGs gummies and where you find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. I should ask her the presser tomorrow if she's ever had OGs. <laughs> And the Arizona Lottery. I would assume coming in here, she's a successful woman. I would expect that she's probably going to be involved with the Arizona Lottery as well. That's just a guess. But either way, check it out. The Arizona Lottery. The Arizona Lottery is not just about playing games and winning prizes. It's also about giving back to the state and its communities. Visit azadventure.com for more information on how you can take an adventure for a chance to win $1 million in cash and Arizona travel prizes. All right, Arizona Lottery. All right, now. Uh, good point here. Ryan Neal, where did, oh, ooh, we got a super snap. Oh man. All right. Mr. Tyler Warden with the super snap. Great. Tyler Warden back the sheer back the a, we agree on this. Um, Ryan Mitchell. Uh, thanks for the super snap. Uh, Ryan Mitchell. This is a good point. Um, the, uh, hired, uh, Dennis, uh, hired Dennis Gates, um, and TJ Olselberger when she was at UNLV. Olselberger is a really good coach. Yeah. He's a really, really good coach. So I'm I'm more than okay with that. Plus clean their football program up from the racist toilet that it was in. I mean, you know, she here's what I found out too. And again, your your good buddy uh, uh Tony Altimore told me this. Um, he said she moves with confidence. People around her 
are, and uh, Tony, I guess, actually knows her. Um, but uh, he said she moves with confidence. People around her know when she's in the room. She's not just kind of there. She has a commanding presence. And that's something that I think, especially when you've got a president like Bobby Robbins, um, that's got his own stuff to deal with. That's probably a good thing, Jason Shear. Yeah, someone just tweeted at me, uh, Missouri and Arizona fan. Uh, you'll love her. Very, very active in the community, which is a big deal at Arizona. Huge deal at Arizona. You better be active in the community. Um, I don't really – coaching searches are hit and miss, right? Like, let's let's take Dave, for instance, right? Like, Dave gets blamed for Sumlin, and then he gets credit for Fish. Uh, Tommy Lloyd was a good hire. Chip Hale, probably not a good hire, right? And, and so it's like it, – it's hard. It, it's, Isn't baseball playing well right now? Yeah, whatever, Mike. We did this before, but – uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very hard to put hires. And I know that from a fan base, that is the most important thing. Uh, but the athletic department is humongous, right? And so like, she's going to come in and she's not making a major hire. She's not like you assume Tommy Lloyd is here, Brett Brennan's here, whatever. So her job is to going to be to figure out NIL and to get these stadium renovations back on track and to do so while trying to find a way to stop Arizona from losing money, right? That's her job. So it, it's, it's you know, we could say, talk about hires, but in an ideal world with her, she's not making a hire for 10 years. Yeah, but I dis I agree and I disagree because the, the good ones, you still have to make the good hires. Like, you know, I don't want to, I know I'll go back to said Dempsey and whatnot. Oh, dude, this is very funny. Mr. Tyler Warden, Kevin Sumlin was very active in the community. He was active in the community. That's something that's fair to say. But you also have to make, you also at the end of the day, listen, I, I know I'm going to get some people pissed off about this. I don't care. Football and basketball is really what matters in all of this when it comes to it. And you make good hires. I mean, you look at said Dempsey. Arizona is what it was because he hired Loodles. Um, Arizona football obviously had some nice times under uh, uh, Kevin or not Kevin Sullen, Dick Tomey. But you've got to be able you, you still have to have an intuition for hiring good uh, people um, in those two sports. And if you know, if you don't, then you're in trouble. I, I think my point is that my guess is like I. And look, I know college sports is unpredictable. How many major hires do you think she makes in her time at Arizona? Well, because Dave knocked the ball out of the park with so many of them that I don't. And that's fine. Them. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But that's part of my point. Like she's not being brought in to make hires. Like we knew when Dave was brought in, he was probably going to make hires, right? Mm -hmm. But her her role, like she's not being brought in with the idea that she's going to have to hire a basketball coach in in April, right? Oh, by the way, sure. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. All right. You, 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 uh, besmirched Chip Hale. Chris S has some words for Jason Shear. Chip Hale is not a bad hire. They have made the postseason the two years under Hale. I know he had a lot of Johnson's players, but his players played well. They just took two of three from the 2013. Take that Jason Shear. Man, this is our big argument. Cause that baseball was Dave's sport. That, so that's, that's why you're so passionate about a sport, uh, a team that you know, literally nothing about. All right, uh, you assume I don't watch Arizona baseball. Can you name three players in Arizona baseball? Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, let's get back to yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Let's get back to uh, let's get back to uh, Zona Knights. Great point here. Um, y'all don't want to discuss the Lloyd to Washington rumors, correct? Because they're crap. Now it was funny. I will say it was funny when I first read it. But that account. Go ahead. Uh, 
Washington, it's just, that's it. I was discussing this with Shelby like at dinner last night. I was like, what does she know? Yeah, what does she know? But what what jobs like do you think Tommy would leave for? And it Washington wouldn't even come to mind. Like, why? Why would you go to Washington? They have no NIL. Uh, you know, it's you have no history. You're if you're going back. And I'm not saying he's leaving. Don't get me wrong. That's not. I don't want this to be misconstrued. Like I would go to Ohio State in a heartbeat before I went to Washington. By the way, are you going to push? If I actually had somebody yes. message this, Sean if is Sean going. Sean Ohio State is real. If, if what's that? Sean in Ohio State is real. Would you go, would you move to Columbus then? If Sean Miller, would you leave us out of your loyalty to Sean? I would not. But I will say that would be fun covering yeah. Ohio State basketball and and football. That, I could have worse jobs. Yeah, you could have well, you could have worse jobs. All right. Anyways, back to the athletic director position. We're gonna get to some Arizona basketball as well. Um, but I got I got to give. Listen, I I think it, it still kind of baffles me that Bobby Robbins has a job. Um, because there are some major miscalculations here. The online school was an awful idea. Obviously, uh, letting kids in that can't get into UC Davis and giving them full rides very stupid. Um, and I think he just threw Dave under the bus, but we have good basketball and good football. She's in a weird way, joking aside, she's actually walking into a pretty good situation as far as on the field, on the court exploits, Jason Shear. Yeah. Coaching stability. Like what I was saying, like, she's fine. Like I would think the softball, you maybe look at that. If, if softball doesn't have a good year, you maybe take a glance at that. Probably not woman's basketball. There's going to be a conversation here in a couple of years with Adia Barnes simply because her contract is running out. But your major sports, you're not, you're just, you're not making a move. And, and right. so, and, and the success of football and success of basketball, uh, your, your focus is on other things right now, which is, you know, important. Oh, by the way, uh, oh, Tony Jones has joined the, uh, the, the chat. The great Tony Jones coming live from Atlanta. Um, Tony Jones. Hello, Tony Jones. Um, by the way, my neighbors just bought a Kia, so I will mock and ridicule them accordingly. You steal the, it. I have yeah. a Kia. What's wrong with the Kia? Maybe it's just you. My Kia's. No, I don't want to jinx it. I, but... I'm going to say, yeah, maybe you'll need uh, you'll need Tony Jones. We're going to make fun of the Big Ten. We're going to have a show in a couple weeks, or maybe not even a couple weeks, next week, just devoted to making fun of Big Ten basketball. There, I had a Kansas person reach out to me that runs like a national show. She was all in on it. Uh, the Digital Dam is all in on it. The Great Digital Dam. Um, so we're going to have that. Shear's going to be on there as well. But anyways, back to uh, back to Missouri, though. Um this is also interesting, too, because the SEC thing, we always hear about, oh, the SEC, uh, you know, you got all this money, you got all of this, and you got somebody leaving to the low, lowly uh, Arizona with all of its financial issues. Um, again, I'm just going to say it again. I know I sound like a broken record, but every now and then, if I get a good point, I'm going to keep beating it home. If Arizona was in that bad of shape, she could probably waited for something else to come up, Jason Shear. I'm going to keep saying it. Yeah, Missouri's interesting because uh... – Mac Rhodes was their AD and he left for Baylor. So now Missouri has had two athletic directors in the last decade leave for a big 12 school. Uh, yeah. Again, like, like you mentioned, like, and because everyone thinks, and, and it's not incorrect that college athletics runs through the big 10 and the sec. And all of a sudden you have this, this is on paper, like, or in the community, this is, this is a big deal. Like this is going to get people talking. I'm, I am very curious because she's going to be asked her reasoning for taking a pay cut, going to a school with financial 
issues and then going to the Big 12. And, and she's going to have to answer that. And I'm really curious uh, what she says. I'm also very curious to see what uh, Bobby Rob uh, Bobby Robbins comes into this as well. And do you think he's going to answer questions tomorrow? I think he'll make a statement. No, I, I don't. I don't think he, I, I don't even know if he's going to be there. That's pretty wow. That's that would be. Eh, come on, man. You're, <laughs> but uh, well, I, he'll, be there. he'll be there. But I am curious. I am curious to see, though, where exactly uh, what exactly she does have to say, though, about why she did here. By the way, uh, you know, what's also really funny about this. ASU. <laughs> ASU still doesn't have an athletic director. Um, and that is very funny to me. It also goes to show that that is something that is totally on the back burner at ASU is getting an athletic director. And I, and I will say this, I, well, not a big fan of Robbins right now. It is extremely impressive how quickly he got this done. I mean, right. this was quick to, to get a sitting AD. People were asking me how long I thought if there was any rush. And I was like, I, I don't see why there would be. This was quick. This was really quick, but I will say, though, I'm going to be interested to see what some of the uh, and again, she seems like a great hire, but I am curious to see exactly what um, the people behind the scenes say, because, you know, some people, I know some people, and they both said they were both led to believe something drastically different than this going down, Jason Shear. Yeah, let's just say, like, Mike and I both thought that Erica Barnes was the heavy leader in the clubhouse. When, For a when reason. We, when we both say something like that, there's reason to believe that. Mm-hmm. And the reason was coming from pretty high-level people. Um, that's why I think that conversation is going to be very important. And her work with the boosters is going to be very important. And it's it's going to be... It's going to be interesting. Like, you know, I, I don't think Erica Barnes resigns or anything like that. Right. Uh, but how you got to sit down and figure this out, right? Like, even if maybe you put her in, in charge of boosters, just basically like you are in charge of boosters. And I, I don't know how that's going to work, but that but is. I do have a question about it. Erica Barnes is an accomplished person. Um, yes. You know that you didn't get this job you were kind of led to believe, or at least people around were kind of led to believe that you were going to get it. If somebody comes in and says, Hey, sorry, we didn't give you the job, but Hey, take care of this for us. I can also rub you the wrong way to a certain degree as well. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. And, and again, I, I, this is just me talking and speculating. Sheer's no breaking news stuff. right now. Sheer bomb. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if she stepped down. Right. It really wouldn't like, she might just say, you know what? I'm clearly not getting the AD job. You know, like I, let me look elsewhere, right? I have three kids or whatever it is. Let me look. It's, it's going to be very interesting to see how they handle that. And I'm also curious, you know, there's other people like, does she come in and clean house at all? Like, is this a guy like, you know, Matt Hayes or a few others? Or does she say, look, I I don't really need you or I want to bring some money. Because a lot of times athletic directors will bring their own people in. Like right. Dave brought Derek and Crystal with them. And mm-hmm. we don't know, is, is Desiree going to bring other people? That's also something to keep an eye on. Because if she brings other people with Arizona's financial situation, they're not paying out three extra contracts. That means she's getting rid of people too. Right. Now, uh, let's see. Rick Trimmer. Oh, I like that name. Rick Trimmer. Rick Trimmer. Um, great name. Where would she go? Why would she leave a job? Doesn't make sense because here at the end of the day, she's also very well off financially. It's not like, you know, she's not looking for quarters under the couch cushion. Um, She's a pretty successful person. Like, you know, if you look at it as a slap in the face, then again, it's not like it's, you know, it's not like you're, you know, you don't know where your next meal's coming from. Um, That's kind of where I'm at with that, at least anyways. 
I would assume she would have options too. And and again, like it's completely complete speculation, but yeah, you know, her husband is a professional golfer. Like, like they are, they are just fine financially. Oh, now this, this is a great question. What does this mean for Emoy? Uh, it, you know, I, I wanted him to be AD, but now it means like he's either going to be closer to the AD because her son is a walk-on at Missouri. Ooh, so the Emoy, do you think that that was by design to get uh, closer to the Emoy? I would assume. I don't know this one. Maybe someone else does. If you're a walk-on, can you transfer and play right away? Uh, like, could her son, could her son transfer and be a part of the team? I don't think he can. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Now, real quick, your other question. Do you think that uh, she has ever used, uh, do you think she's ever been to the Gila River Resorts and Casinos? She's probably there right now. That's probably where they're going to put her up because if you're going to try to put somebody up at the best spot, it's going to be at the Gila River Resorts and Casinos, my friends. All right, a fun and immersive experience. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. And what else do we want to read here? I think we have a Phoenix Raceway one. Hold on. Let me look at this one. Uh, Oh, Phoenix diehard. Oh, no better time to become a PHNX diehard, my friends. We're having a takeover party up in um, uh, up in for uh, the Arizona ASU game. Eric, if you have that little graphic, maybe they have it on here. Maybe they don't. I don't know. But uh, this is a very, very good thing. The official AZ Wildcats takeover at Illegal Pete's. Check it out. All kinds of fun. And again, no better time to become a diehard because again, you can also listen to me on Discord chats, breaking it all down on 1145 on Fridays. PHNX Wildcats become a diehard. All right. Now, um, as far as Tommy Lloyd contract extension goes, I'm curious about this. Everybody wants everybody wants uh, the uh, Tommy Lloyd to get a contract extension. And I think with the way the Jed left and everything, um, we're, uh, you're probably a little bit concerned about that. Um, she did a good job getting Eli, uh, Eli, Eli. Um, she did a good job getting Eli that contract extension. That would be my first order of business. I almost said my first tour of duty. That would be my first order of business though, would be to get that uh, contract extension done. We want Tommy Lloyd here as long as possible, Jason Shear. Yeah, my guess is how it plays out is the season ends and they sit down pretty much right away and hammer it out. You'll hear him come up for other schools and then he'll say, look, other schools want me to and they'll boost up the money a little bit and, and then he'll sign. I, I just, I, I'm someone, as you know, that generally prepares and has a good feel for if coaches are going to leave. And I, I just don't get that vibe from Tommy. He even said at the end of the ASU game, he said, you know, like he loves Arizona. He wants to be here a long time. And it was something that, he just said on his own. And a lot of times coaches don't say that on their own right. uh, unless they mean it. Now, does that mean now let's ask, let me ask you this. This is, I think the question that everybody's curious about. What is uh, Desiree's first opinion of Bruce Pascoe going to be? Oh, that's coming. Be, I don't know if he's going to be there tomorrow. I got to find out. Because she will meet Bruce. Oh yeah. Of course she'll meet Bruce. When does I'm going like? to be, that's going to be very, very, question. that's going to be very interesting to see how her and Bruce, uh, Bruce connect because, uh, listen, cross Bruce at your own peril, my friends cross Bruce at your own peril. Um, okay. It looks like Tommy is the third. Here's the other thing. Arizona, Arizona basketball is also, I know I'm not really breaking any news here. Arizona basketball is a good job. I mean, period. It just is. Um, you get, you get, you get pretty good pay. You can win a national title. Uh, the community is fully behind you. It's a good job, man. I don't know why anybody, it's not like it's Arizona football where, you know, there's always going to be a lot of grass or greener options. There's not a lot of grass or green, grass or greener options for Arizona basketball. 
Yeah, and it's like, and they pay well. This isn't a football situation, right? Like, he'll get a raise. He'll make more money. He'll become one of the top seven highest paid coaches. He'll never be the top because John Calipari makes stupid money. But um, he's going to be up there. He's going to be at a program where he gets what he wants. And it's, you know, it's... I just don't see it like it to me. It's it's going to be a if there's a school that's going to get him away from Arizona, it's going to be like a blue blood type of school. And I'm not even sure he's that type of dude. Right. I think that he likes. I think honestly, I think he likes where he's at. To be honest with you, like you said. All right, now, uh, oh, ooh, Scott Schlittenhart, senior editor, senior editor of Wildcat Authority, Scott Schlittenhart, in here with a very cool new tattoo, Scott Schlittenhart, and very much appreciate that. The biggest question is, does she refer to Jason as Skier? That's going to be a very interesting one to see if that plays out, Jason Shear. Uh, absolutely. It's, I don't think she will. She just followed me on Twitter, so. In my in my mind, we're best friends. Okay, good, good, good. It's uh, big. Did you follow her back, or are you going to play hard to get? Uh, no one noticed this, but I actually followed her two days ago. Oh, oh, wow! Look at that! Look at that! Yeah, everybody did their research. However, if Arizona makes a Final Four this year, they'll have to pay. Well, Tommy Lloyd's not going anywhere. All right, so we're going to know a lot more as this all unfolds. Shear's going to be back here tomorrow. How long do you think this presser is going to go, Skier? Forty-five minutes. Yeah. What time do you Maybe think? Maybe we should make it for 11, just to be safe. We're going to make it for 11. Skier's coming back tomorrow at 11. We'll have even more uh, stuff. Now, now, let's talk a little bit of Arizona, Arizona, Arizona State basketball, because that was a very fun, very, very gratifying game. I'm at the point with this. Our good buddy Aaron Torres put this out there. I believe UConn right now, I think it's impossible to argue that UConn isn't the best team in the country. They're just knocking the snot out of teams. But I'll put it to you like this. Um... Arizona's upside, I'm going to keep saying it. I believe Arizona's upside is probably the second highest in the country. I would agree with that. I, I think Utah, what they're, Utah, UConn, what they're doing is wild right now. Right. I mean, they did the last, they got clean back healthy. They're just beating the crap out of teams. Uh, they are very clearly the number one team in the country. Arizona, when they play like they have as, as of late, is as good as anyone. They right. really are. I, I mean, and, and, I know it's hard to judge because UConn's beating Marquette by 100, and meanwhile, Arizona's beating ASU by 100. But when Arizona plays like they do as of late, when Jaden Bradley is playing like he does and all that, when the backcourt as a whole with Basel and Bradley is playing like they have been, Arizona is really, really good. Dennis Walsh, I do apologize. Jacob Franklin, uh, Jacob Franklin is not here. The great Eric Ruby is here producing. I do apologize about that. All right. We need to talk Jaden Bradley, my friend. Jaden Bradley. Sheer has not been a fan of Jaden Bradley. I have been a fan of Jaden Bradley. Jaden Bradley is now scoring. He's defending. And I'm going to, I've said it before. If Jaden Bradley is the starting point guard next year, the year after, I feel very comfortable with that, Jason Shear. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he's also looking for his shot more because there were games similar to Boswell where he just wasn't looking for a shot. And you're like, right. shoot the ball, man. And, like, he has. Like, ASU, he was killing them. I mean, they couldn't guard him. There's been other games. Um, they're just – when the backcourt is aggressive – and really, like, I asked Tommy this last week. I was like, how much better is Boswell when he's aggressive? And he's like, well, the thing is you could say that about anybody on the team. Like, when Arizona is aggressive on the perimeter, they are so much better in – and Bradley's a beast defensively. I love. I've always loved what he does defensively, but offensively is where my worry was. And I don't expect him to score twenty a game, but if he can get to twelve, you know, I I think that's a a big deal for Arizona. 
Mike Wright, great question. Jason, why is it always Mike was the fan and you were not the fan of something? Because I choose to highlight the things that I was right on and Sheer was wrong on. Duh. Mike Visionist History is what we call it. Yeah, well, that's what we do right here. That's for you, Flag Cat. Even though you say you don't listen, you know everything that we're talking about on this show. So I know that you're listening. Um, all right. Now, um, Arizona's easy. Listen, and we've said this for a while now. I believe that with Arizona, as long as they take care of them, I don't care who Arizona plays because Arizona is not the team where Arizona should match up pretty much with anybody. And Torres, another guy, what does he know? Um, Torres, another guy that said, uh, you know, Arizona can go big. Arizona can go small. Arizona's got size on the perimeter. It's more about Arizona for me than it is about who Arizona's playing. And that's a nice little position to be in. Yeah. And and I think any any good team will tell you the same. I You know, I would assume Danny Hurley at UConn would say the same thing. You worry about yourself, right? Like as long as you're playing well and, and you're doing what you do well, you're going to match up uh, against anyone. Right. right. Like UConn very likely doesn't care who it's playing. Right. Because it knows that if it's defending and scoring like it's been as of late, they're going to win the game. Probably. They don't right. care if it's Marquette or DePaul. It doesn't matter to them. And I think Arizona is trending in that direction, if not already there. Yeah. And here's Arizona UConn. Again, if Arizona's playing UConn, that is a good thing because it means you're playing them in the final four of the national champ, probably the national championship game. So it's a good thing. But Arizona, again, can go big, can go small. And again, I still come back to this. Um, Kylan Boswell was not great against ASU, but he was good enough. That's the Kylan Boswell we need, Sheer. I don't need 28 points, I but continuously give me double figures, give me the assist, and just don't look like there's you'd like to be anywhere else but on the basketball court, and we're good. Yeah, I love the way that he's been playing. And, and the passion is there. It was gone for a little bit. I don't know why. But even against ASU, like his shooting numbers weren't great. But, you know, that play that really stuck out to me was when Jose Perez tried to post him up, couldn't. And then Boswell started yelling at him to try again and right. defended him rather well, forcing Perez to pass it. They missed the shot. And then Boswell's the one that gets the, the bucket in transition. That Boswell disappeared. The crap talking Boswell was gone for a few weeks. And I don't think it was coincidence that that was when he wasn't scoring or rebounding or anything. Um, it is very important that Boswell has that hop in his step because when it's gone, he's just not a good basketball player. Here's what it comes down to. We want Kylan Boswell to start liking my tweets bashing him again, essentially. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. If that happens, then we know that Kylan is in a good spot. But again, like I always tell you, there will be no my bad Kylan Boswell moment because I've always thought he was good, unlike the other people that I didn't think were good. Um, now, looking, uh, looking, well, real quick, let's make fun of Mick Cronin. Um, the, uh, I'm just going to ask this. How does Mick Cronin have a job? I mean, and here's my question. This dude repeatedly refers to referees as MFers, as he says every name in the book to them. Why is he not thrown out of every single game? It's wild. I always say this. I don't understand why college refs let college coaches get away with so much. And... NBA refs will never allow it. Like, it's just like, can you imagine? And, and look, I, I, I just don't see it. I could be wrong, but can you imagine if Steve Kerr turned to an NBA ref and called him an MF or he'd be ejected, yeah. right? And, and Cronin very clearly is calling these dudes MF or, and they just won't. It's it, 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 it's really weird. 
at some point, dude, like, it's like, all right, you can, if you want to complain about a call, if you want to do this, but you, you cross in a real line right there. You know what I need a ref to do? I need a ref to go up and poke him in the eyes like this. That would actually be very, very funny. But again, um, now I know that Carlos is trying to push Mick Cronin as the coach of the year in the conference. This thing is the Washington state coaches, uh, that's over. And quite frankly, I think that he should, well, he should maybe be the national coach of the year. That's how good he's done. The only way I could see Kyle Smith not winning it is if Arizona wins out and Washington state loses like two more games. I think Tommy Lloyd would steal some votes at that point. All right. won the league. At that point, you probably won the league by what? Four games. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, to me, it's Kyle Smith. I actually, you know, had Kyle, not Kyle Smith. I don't. I'm not a big Kyle Smith guy, but what he's doing this season is is very, very impressive. I think what Mark Madsen's doing, they're not going to make the tournament, but that is pretty damn impressive what he's doing this season as well. Cronin isn't even top five in the conference. Why in the world didn't Stanford hire Mark Madsen? I have no idea. They didn't want to fire Jared Haas. That's literally it. If Had they fired Haas last year, they would have easily got Madsen uh, over Cal, but they didn't want to do it. And the thing that's wild to me about it too is that Stan, Jared Haas still having a job is what's wrong with the Pac-12. That you've yes. got a coach that's been there eight years, you know he sucks, and you just keep him there. And he's going to, I would assume he's fired after this year. There's gonna, It's going to be interesting. Hopkins is going to get fired. I think Haas gets fired. Wayne Tinkle, do they fire him? Uh, what about Bobby be, Hurley? Bobby Hurley, do they fire him? If you, bring him get out? Him, if you bring in the UConn uh, AD who hired Danny Hurley and his first move is to fire Bobby Hurley. That would be very funny. That would be very funny. No, Andy Enfield will be fine. Andy Enfield. He just had, a I, think, I think Enfield from what I've heard, I could be wrong from what I've heard. He'll get one more year. Oh, by the way, zoom Diallo decommitting. That would, that's, that's fascinating about it. how does that all factor in? I still don't think Arizona would want him, but your guys at 24 seven are now changing your tune a little bit on zoom Diallo. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. What's that? I don't know. I haven't paid oh, attention. Oh, come on, dude. Don't play. I, <laughs> I only pay attention to Arizona commits and visitors. All right. But we do need to get Eric Musselman at ASU just because of how fun that would be. If I was Hurley, like, the thing is, you don't go to DePaul. That's a terrible job. Yeah. But, man, you don't want to go to Big 12 with ASU. You yeah, just I, don't want to do it. Yeah, dude. I might have a health concern at some point and say, you know, I just need to take a year off, uh, you know, uh, because, dude, Arizona State in the Big 12 is all kinds of fun next year. It's bad. Like, that is bad. Right. Oh, by the way, uh, Joseph, digital the digital dam barely started caring about OSU hoops and already wants Tinkle fired. This is true. He does want Tinkle fired. Um, But uh, anyways, back to Arizona, though. Arizona, to me, should win out. Again, maybe you drop a game. But I look at the schedule. I mean, I guess you got, uh, I mean, you got the L.A. schools. I think that game at UCLA, in my mind right now, is probably a loss just because it's the last week and all that. And I don't know. But other than that, I think they went out. I think they lose one more regular season game, and that's good enough for a one seed. Right. And then do we think that they win the Pac-12? Uh, do we think they win the Pac-12 tournament since Jason Shear will actually be at the Pac-12 tournament? Uh, Yes, absolutely. Oh, dude, or, or they lose super early and I get pissed that you made me go to the Pac-12 tournament. That's a good point. Um, but oh, this is very this is a very good point. Colorado B ball in the Big 12 is bad. He's another one. He's I don't think they fire him, but man, this that roster's loaded, man. And and they have not been able to do anything. Like they have Cody Williams, your boy, number one pick in the draft. They got KJ Simpson. 
Uh, Silva, Eddie Lampkin. It's a good team. They should be better. They can't make the tournament with it. Right. Now, let's talk about this. You know a team that you should bet against on the BetMGM Sportsbook app? ASU, my friends. ASU. Bet against ASU. And everything Totri says, bet against. Sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5. You'll receive 150 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Uh, check out the show notes for details. And now let's hear from the great Damon. Damon Dog with the disclaimer. Problem call 100 Gambler. Available in the U.S. Call 877 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine New York. Call 1-800-327-5050 Massachusetts. Twenty one plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred Next Step Arizona. One eight hundred Bets Off Iowa. One eight hundred two seven zero seven one one seven for confidential help. Michigan. One eight hundred ninety one zero zero two three Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Oh, and Sheer, guess what? You know one fan base that has to use game time because of their uh, basketball games are generally uh, packed. Arizona. You know another one that doesn't need to use game time. ASU fans. <laughs> Only cool people use Game Time. Check it out. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Um, a lot of people ask about Coa Pete. Coa Pete's a weird recruitment, man. I got I got no clue. Arizona's in there. But I have one. I have no clue where Coa Pete ends up. I'll I'll just be honest. And generally, with in-state kids, I have at least an idea. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I know that Arizona is in there, but I don't think there's a leader, from what I understand. And if right. there is, no one has a good feel for it. He was at the ASU game. Um, ASU taking an interesting strategy. Do you think that maybe they lost by fifty to say, hey, to these in-state guys, we need you more than Arizona? Have we considered that? Best way to back the A is backing the state of A. Yeah. Have we have we thought about that? That's a, that's actually a pretty good point. I don't even know that we didn't. I don't I don't know that that's not what happened. Um, Big Twelve tournament moving to Vegas. No, it's not. But Pack Big Twelve Media Day will be there. That will be our opportunity to try to show Brett Yormark what Vegas is all about. I don't think that that's a coincidence that it's going to be in Vegas though. Uh, no, that's definitely not a coincidence. I'm excited. I think that that stadium is ridiculous. If you've never been in it, I, uh, I suggest it. It's insane. I'm, I'm very, very excited. All right. Now let's get back to the AD here. And then again, we'll, we'll go on tomorrow at 11, but, uh, sheer, I'm cool with this AD hire again. Everybody knows I'm team Dave. I believe Dave did a very good job. I believe Dave got screwed. Um, but got to move on. Um, I believe this is a good hire though. I like her resume. I like that. Uh, she seems appears to be a woman of action and more so than anything. Um, she's done a pretty good job with financials as well. I like the hire. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'm very curious to see. I, I like the hire. I'm very curious to see how aggressive she's going to be right away. Like once she really gets a feel for financials, is she going to let people go? Is she going to have the permission to do what she wants? I don't see why she wouldn't. I'm very, very curious. Um, a lot of the stuff she's probably going to do is going to be irrelevant to people, right? right? Like it's just because she's not making any major hires most likely. So right now for what they did, uh, for what she did at Missouri with the finances and all that, it's hard to argue against it being a good hire for Arizona. Do you think there is, do you think there's a chance that she will join the back the a movement? From what I understand, her first priorities are one joining the back the a movement and two joining the inner circle. 
Yeah, that's that's a really good point. I, I, I and I think it's I think it's a real question mark as to who actually uh, does what. By the way, the back of the A movement took another shot in the right direction. Mulebach with another back of the A uh, with about five minutes. That's his happy spot. About five minutes left in the game where he uh, he generally tries to get those back of the A references in. When people aren't paying attention, that's usually when. He- oh, that was a cheap yeah. shot. All right, I mean, it's true though. All right, boo. All right. On that note, though, um. Uh, let's see here. On that note, signing off. We're going to be back with you tomorrow, probably about 11, about 11, what, what did we decide, 11 o'clock? Yeah. That's 11 o'clock. Time. We're going to have, we'll probably have some audio, all of that stuff from the presser. But Shear, where can they find you? WildcatAuthority.com, at Jason Shear on Twitter, in the Wildcat Scoop podcast with Shelby. And I am merely Mike Luke, the great Damon dog behind the scene, taking over for Eric Ruby. Appreciate all of you. We will be back with you tomorrow about 11 We will uh, talk with you then. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. We all silly like the mayor. 